Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvi, a.k.a. Danny, a.k.a. Mr. You Can Too. I am so excited about this show that I'm bringing to you today. I have a new good friend, men's trainer and coach, Paul Newell, on the show. It's not often that I have another black man with more life experience than myself on the show. And it was so amazing to talk to Paul and talk about our shared experiences of being the only black man at many health, wellness, and personal development workshops and seminars that we find ourselves in. And Paul takes a deep dive into his story and why health is so important to him. He talks about his new ventures where he is bringing in black men with a program called King's College that allows these men to really level up in all aspects of their health, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We talk about the importance of having safe spaces for black men, the importance of honoring and using your breath, how important clean food is, and also how important it is for us to be able to be vulnerable and open ourselves up in order to be the best versions of ourselves possible. If you enjoy this show, please, please, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. Leave a review and a five-star rating. I appreciate you. I honor you. And as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an amazing, amazing, amazing guest for y'all today. I met this gentleman through a mentor and good friend of mine, Mike DeSanti. I met Paul Newell, who is a men's trainer and men's coach, very recently, just a few months ago. Yet, after we spoke for the first time, I felt like I knew Paul my whole life. He's an amazing soul. He's another black man just like me in a space where we don't find many others like ourselves, or at least that's the story I tell myself. And... Paul, man, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Yo, Ali, blessings, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I got a big smile on my face right now. I'm on with Mr. You Can Too. This is what's up, man. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Wellness, we here. That's what's up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Paul, man, I would love if you let the listeners know a little bit about the type of work you're doing here today in 2021 and why that type of work is so important to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this year, uh, my focus, actually last year, my focus started uh, on men. Actually, let me think about it. About three years ago, my focus uh, turned to men, and my focus was more on the training, yoga, uh, men's facilitation work through uh, organizations like the Mankind Project and King's College and, uh, and All Kings. And and it, it came to a head last year and for me to shift things when everything was going on with uh, like when when Amon Arbery was killed and mm-hmm. and George Floyd and I and I realized the impact that it had on me as a black man, uh, I was I was bottling up a lot of stuff, man, and a lot of a lot of stuff came out, and I I decided it was it was as if um, once I chose to to work more with black men, it was like things aligned, so. Uh, came to a point where I met a man, um, uh, uh, Greg Smith, Raymoku, and uh, we created uh, a space called King's Cause Divine Masculine Series. So the work I've been doing and focusing on this year uh, has been uh, the King's College, which is a, a space for black men to learn about themselves and to ascend and excel. And uh, this year we're focusing on helping black men learn about the blueprints that they have. And... The blueprints are more aligned with uh, uh, Carl Jung's um, archetypes, with the mm-hmm. um, the king, the lover, magician, and warrior, yep. and we're we're guiding black men in, into knowing and, and learning and understanding what those blueprints are for them, and uh, it's been magical, man, because uh, you know it's an it's been a space where men can show up authentically, they can voice things that have come up for them that they've never had a space to voice before. And it has us being in conversation about about who we are, how we show up, and, and also how how we've been portrayed in uh, the 
you know, in the in the series we called the the collective white belief system. I got that from my man Michael Taylor, and and you know the the ways that, you know, for example, the magician in, in most movies we're like black people or black men are seen as like voodoo, or black people uh, are seen more as voodoo workers, and it's like this bad thing and so forth. But really, voodoo is about connecting to nature. And in over the over over history, these these narratives, these stories have come up, and it's uh, there's been an opportunity for us to release that. So that's that's really been a lot of the work. I've been helping men in general with their health and well being. Um, because yep. as a man, 45 years old, man, uh, you know, I've had some trials and tribulations with my own health, and I've been a trainer for a while. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had last year, I had both of my hips replaced uh, because I neglected my body. Um, I, I had that, uh, this perception of this male ego, like, oh, I can mush on, just keep it going, Paul, shut up. My body was talking yeah, right. to me, Alvy. it was like, and my body was talking like, I need help. And I'm like, my, I'm like, shut up, body. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and also battling blood pressure. Uh, you know, that's, um, been in my, in my line, in my family. Um, you know, and it's, and it's a thing like, for example, last year when, before COVID hit, my blood pressure was soaring through the roof, um, mostly because I was in pain. So it's been about managing what that, what that looks like for each man. And, um, I gotta tell you, it it lights me up. And, and also one last thing is, uh, last year I started up an organic cold pressed juice business called juice dreams. So, um, yeah, so that's been a big thing. It's been, it's been growing, man, and growing and the, the feedback I've been getting from people has been spectacular. So that's been my work right now this year. Man, Paul, the work you're doing is so powerful and I appreciate you sharing on it. And the reason why Mike connected you and I, uh, was largely in part to your work with King's College and how you're looking to elevate black men you know physically mentally emotionally spiritually connecting with themselves at the highest level that's also something that's been on my heart i'll say in like the last year since same thing all of the killings of black people that were transpiring and opening a lot of eyes last year and to hear about the work you're doing how you're going about it and how you're using carl Jung's archetypes as a way for black men to see and understand how they show up in the world and like what are their roles and how is it that they can be the best version of themselves in this journey of life it's such powerful and important work and i make up that it man it's something that our people and especially black men are never taught like it's actually shunned a lot in my experience to be able to express yourself fully and authentically to show emotion even to like have fun and like dance around and like really like smile and not really care about what anyone thinks and have to keep this stoic or even like hard uh exterior right what yeah what what have you found in the the black men that have been in king's college like how is it typically that they show up because i'd be curious to know like you know, how is it that they got to be in that group and in that space? Like what opened up for them to allow them to even show up there? How is it that they showed up? And then what are the shifts that you see as they start to fully immerse into, into it? it. Mm, wow, great question. So how how they come to it? We've been we've been doing some lives on Instagram and um and we've been we've been really connecting with specific men. Um, and just sharing the story about why it's important. And, and there's been like the first group we had, we had four men, four black men. And then now this group that we have, we're in right now, we have five black men. And, you know, when they showed up, Albie, it was like, in the first session, they were like, listen, we were intrigued. We didn't know what this was going to be. Gotcha. And, and then at the end of the session, in that first session, every man is like, man, I'm so happy I came here. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I came here. Um, and I think the biggest thing has been it's it's allowed them a space to really look at their lives, right? Like how they've been showing up as lovers. And, you know, um, to give an example, like that lover is the first one that we address in the, in the uh, mastermind course, which is five weeks. And, and 
it's like, you know, we, we perceive as like, you know, how we love, like uh, how we love others. And really we come to how we love ourselves, man. Um, how Amen. do we create space for ourselves? And it's wild because, you know, when we give men tasks every week, at the end of every week, we have assignments and homework. And when we give men tasks, like making space for themselves, checking in with like, uh, for example, in the King realm uh, something very similar to what Mike did, like checking in with your different realms, man, like your relationship, your health, yeah. your, your finances, like men, these men are like, wow, I never really looked at that. And it's wild because the shifts that I see happening, uh, especially like we have a Marco Polo and we also have a Patreon page. So we stay connected with the first group in this group. And it's going to, wow. we're looking to build a community here. Um, and I noticed that the men start cracking open when they're, they're given the, the opportunity to look at certain things. Like uh, to give an, another example, we, last week we did the Warriors. So we talked about what does a warrior do? Like for, um, and, and what is a warrior? And who, and who embodies a warrior for them? And we found that, uh, from my experience, I find that the men, it always comes back to the mother somehow. And um, and that also it's it's about what is sacred, like honoring self, because as you mentioned, there's very um, for me anyway, I never I never really had the space where my dad or my older brothers were like, hey, listen, man, this is how you honor yourself. This is how you show up as like a, a, a lover, man, to love yourself man, take care of yourself or like, hey, this is how you go and create something from nothing, you know, or like this is how you manage life like those things weren't available. Um, and. And when I see that these men get to open this up, I recognize that for for black for these black men that have been in, it's been a lot on the black moms, man. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you know, it's funny because Raymoko and I we were talking in a session last week. We were like, I think one of the courses that we want to put out is the archetype of a black mother. Mm, because I love that. yeah, because it, it's wild. I, because I, I, my mom's passed. It's been it's going to be seven years this year. Um, and actually, like you know. I'm at, I'm at my sister's and uh, she's got this picture uh, rotation, this digital picture thing. And like I saw, I keep seeing pictures of her, like with her and I, and then her and my sons and, and uh, or my son. She never got to meet my second son. And it got me really emotional because, you know, I recognize in the black community, the mother is the staple, right? right. And through what's happened and how the systems are set up, uh, a lot of black families are broken. Yeah. Um, and the mom, the mother has has had to take on the masculine and the feminine. Right. And that's had an impact on how men have shown up because uh, it's like, for example, it's like, you know, I love my mom. And for me, for example, I love my mom. Right. And I had to recognize that there's a, there was a point in time where I started seeing the women I was in relationship. I wanted them to be like my mom as far as like that supportive person, this, that. And and I recognized I was like, oh, junk, man, like that's that's hampering how I'm showing up. Even, for example, like my mom always had a strong will. She got stuff done. So she was how I learned about the warrior, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, it's, it's really cool to see men, uh, black men step into their masculine, right? Like, and, and stepping outside of that, like we were talking like that stoic, like, you know, I don't feel emotions, man, like back up off me, man. Like, and like this challenger, um, which is also part of, of, a, of the collective belief system that, you know, we have to battle each other mm. and it's so, it's. God, it's, I'm just thinking about this now. It's so beautiful to see these men connect and give other men space, honor men as far as, hey, listen, thank you for sharing that. And what you said resonated with me. And like, and even like, there's been a lot of the comments like, man, I thought I was the only one. Yes. I thought I was mm. the only one. And it's like, nah, man, like we're in, yo, we, all, we are all in this. So it's been really, it's been powerful, man. And you know the thing I appreciate about these men is that um, once, and I think it's I think this is the case for all black, for black men is that once given the opportunity to show up and the space to show up, they show up. Yes. You know so, and, and you mentioned before too. It's like this space that we're in, like this um, development space, and 
you know, I'm a yoga instructor as well. Like a lot of times I go to these workshops, I'm one of the, I'm one of the only ones. Yeah, same. Every time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, what? And, you know, as a black man, I'm always looking for the other ones. I'm like, yo, I just want to make sure just in case something happened. Yeah, you know, right. we stick together, man. Hey, hey, <laughs> right, you know, sure. give him that nod. Like, hey, I see you. I see you. So it's been it's I, I'm so happy that we're doing this, man. I'm so I, and I'm and I'm even happier that men are showing up for it yes. um, because right now, man, listen, it's it's needed. It's time for us to have a, 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 a an upgrade an ascension. It's time. No, 100 percent. The time is now. And thank you so much for sharing what's going on in King's College and what a lot of the journey has looked like for so many of these men of, you know, they might hear the the IG live and they're like, okay, damn, this sounds kind of interesting. They show up, right? They got that invitation. So now they show up not really knowing what to expect, but then it's like, boom, it's this safe space and container where they can, one, fully open up to be opening up to people who are just like them, who look just like them, have so many similar life experiences. And then three, realize that they are not alone in it. Yes. Man. And, and I think that type of realization is so powerful because when you brought up the point of, you know, how a lot of times in this, um, What's the term you used in the belief system? Oh, the collective white belief system. The collective <laughs> white belief system. Exactly. It, it really is so often that, you know, brothers, like we're, we're battling each other. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always this me versus you. And very few times is it ever about collaboration. And I even look at that with like things that might even seem silly. And I bring it up all the time now because I feel like this is part of that collective is the whole like, you know, light skin, dark skin beef or light skin people be like, dark skin people be like. And even that like that inner battle that that happens within our people, it's like it's an, it's just an example of how we are often divided. And by you creating this space that actually brings us together and brings us in a space of learning and listening and understanding and collaboration, that is going to ascend our people and letting us know that like, hey, we are plenty worthy, we are plenty capable, and we have powerful voices and skills and everything, you name it, that get to be applied, which is so, so, so important. And then secondly, what I would love to say and dive into a little bit is how big our people need our health, wellness, and fitness. fitness. Oh, ho, 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 let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I, I don't know how many times, like, like it's been your experience, but same thing, bro. It's like every time I go to some type of, you know, personal development workshop or it's like a biohacking convention or just anything to do with, like, spirituality, health, wellness, very, very, very few times am I not the only black man there. And there, there, and there's just really not even that many black people. It might be a, a sister here, a sister there, maybe one other brother, and we'll be like under one percent of the total attendance there. And that's something that I know we're missing. You know what I'm saying? I think it's something that we really, really, really get to focus on going forward. What is it that you like to teach or bring awareness to black men and black people overall when it does come to their health, wellness, and fitness? Uh, movement and breath. Uh, the, the, the thing for me is, and I'm going to start off with breath work first because, uh, it's, it's for us reg to regulate emotions and the anger that, um, that can be bottled up. Breath work is a bridge. Like Absolutely. I remember learning that in yoga and then over the summer, I did a course with a gentleman, Yasir Rahotep, who's, who's, uh, who, who really founded Kemetic Yoga, which is yoga, African yoga. For, it's for us. Wow. And, man, Albie, I remember the first session, we spent, when he did a class in the session, we spent about 20, 25 minutes only on the breath work. And I'm like, yo, me and my impatient self, I'm like, man, because yeah. teaching yoga, they're like, all right, first five minutes, get everyone to breathe. And, nah, uh-uh. 20, 25 minutes. I think it was like 20 minutes. 
breath work, and then we go from there. And he explained, he said, you know, for our people, this is key for us to bring the oxygen, the nutrients into our body, because a lot of times in our society or in our spaces, you know, there's unhealthy things. You know, this right. unhealthy environment, whether it's the food or like the spaces that we're in, there's things that can damage our health. So being able to breathe and bring awareness to what's happening in our body, man. Um, like I even mentioned before, like when I was having hip concerns, you know, I kept moving. A lot of times I realized my breath was stopping because I was like yeah. bracing for pain. Yeah. And, you know, and this is the thing, like um, I remember I, I taught... Um, for for a year for a year and a half, I was teaching yoga to men in prison, mm-hmm. and um, we had yoga for the first session. Didn't get a lot of brothers in there, maybe one or two, but in the last fifteen minutes, everyone on the floor had to be a part of meditation, and we would like listen for us in our in our indigenous populations. Like this was part of who we are, man. Like we would breathe, we would drum, we would chant, we would sing. It was an opportunity for us to be expressed fully. Yep. And when I would take these men through uh, meditation, man, it was like, I man, I, I can't even count how many times men would come up to me afterwards on the on like, you know, just like real quiet, like, man, listen, thank you for that. That's the first time I've left here in a long time. Wow. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like I go, I man, I remember first time a man told me that, I went outside my car and I started crying, man. Cause I was like, "Wow, this is what we have in us," but like we've we've been we've been steered away from it. And the the other piece is movement, um, because you know, listen, I, as a dad, as a dude doing stuff in the world, it can get really easy to get freaking wrapped up in just doing rather than being and moving. Facts. And I recognize, I'm like, man. For me to even move, dance, like just move my body in a way that's good for me. Um, and it could be anything. Like, you know, I talked to, like, you know, in the, in King's College, we talked to men, like, hey, how are you taking care of yourself? Like, what are you doing to move? It could be like, I'm going to walk, I'm doing jumping jacks, whatever it is, because it's a matter of the movement is more a matter of their self care and their self space. Yeah. And I think that. For 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 the black community, man, there's this uh, there's there's this. I, I remember getting feedback from a man, uh, a black man. He was like, "Look, man, uh, for us, health isn't as important, man. We gotta get we gotta get food on the table." Mm. And there's like this, you know, going deeper on that. It's 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 this. Uh, there's a story of I don't matter. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Martyrson. Yes, 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 man. And I, I recognize I'm like, wow, this is this is some serious stuff, man. And this is and, and when we have when it comes from that space, Alvi, it's like, well, I'm not what I don't matter. So why did so I'm gonna get this Wendy's double stack. Or I'm gonna nothing to get you listen, bless up to Wendy's, thank your your business. And these foods are because they're inexpensive, that's what's in the black communities. Right. And, you know, it's very rare, like when I, you know, how many times you see fruit stands, juice, juice businesses, you know, like, that's one of the reasons I created Juice Dreams, because like, my goal, and you know, it's going to happen this summer is like to be able to take some take these bottles and go to nonprofits in these spaces for black men, and give them juices. Amen. Get that beat, man. Take in that freaking kale. Because listen, we can go grow this outside. This is from the earth. This is where we came from. This is our this yep. is this is our traditions, man. Like, you know, I have a drink called Queen Nanny. Um and I I'm I'm uh my I'm Jamaican. Well, I I was I'm Jamaican American. I was first generation born here. My brothers and my mom and, and, and dad were born in Jamaica. And there's there's a woman Queen Nanny from the uh 16th century. Man, she was like, you know, in, in these terms, say they call her like a witch, but like she worked with the elements. And she was really one of the ones that came up with camouflage because she would teach the um, the maroons in Jamaica how to hide in the nature. And when the British came to capture them, the maroons would come out of nowhere and pick them off. Mm-hmm. So the thing was, is there's a story that 
when they were when the Maroons were starving because the British had pretty, pretty much iced everything out. They didn't want to let them get anything. Queen Nanny went into a dream, quote unquote, which could be a journey meditation, and she woke up with seeds in her hand. She mm. planted the seeds, and there were pumpkins that fed the Maroons. Wow. And there's still a pumpkin patch in Jamaica with this. So it's like, I say this because this is who we are. Right. There's been right. this, uh, and you know, that could be, it could be a whole conversation where it came from, but, <laughs> huh? No, I was just laughing because I get where you're going. I feel you. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's like a narrative to like steer us away from who we are and what we come from. And I think for us to really start tapping into like, man, listen, I'm going to plant something. I'm going to go have a juice. Listen, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go get a, a thing, a, a bunch of kale, $1.99 at Whole Foods, $2. I'm going to put that with some garlic and something and cook it up. These are some things that we have, we, we like it's been taken away. I don't want to say taken away, but it's been steered away from us, yeah. right? Because in these, in our communities, it, again, it's, it's, it's things that are far from conducive to good health, proper health. Absolutely. And, you know, even in the narratives, like if you look at things that are happening in the school systems, like the, the lunches, these processed foods, like these are the things that jam us up, get us inflamed, bring about diseases like type 2 diabetes, heart disease. Like, man, I'm telling you, even to fast, right? Like, I talk to brothers about this and, and like, you know, some the more I'm seeing like they're starting to become more conscious brothers, right? And there's still some men out there that are like, you know, man, listen, man, I don't have time for that. <laughs> now, you know what happens is people will make time for it when the doctor's like, yo, you're about to die. Right, right. You know, so it's interesting. I'm going to tell, uh, so there's a like, I took care of my brother for a while. Um, my older brother, he was going through serious heart, heart concerns. Like, and he really, you know, he really wasn't taking care of himself. And I remember it was a lesson for me because, like, you know, it's my older brother. I look up to him. But, like, living with him and seeing his patterns, I recognize, like, wow, man, he's, like, he's got a heart condition. Like, he's about to get an, like, he's on a mitral valve clip, and he mm. wants to go eat some fatty crap. Mm. And then, like, when I'd be home making stuff, he'd be like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, what the heck? And then it was like when he had to get half of his heart out to be replaced by a metal device, Jeez. that's when he took it serious. Right. 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 And I listen, and I'm going to speak for myself. I remember before I had my first son, a couple years before I had my first son and, my, and my, my former wife and I were like, okay, let's start having kids. I remember I went to the doctor and he was like, look, man, your blood pressure is 170 over 120. You're 240 pounds. You're way over, you're overweight. Um, you'll be dead by 40. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. My, yeah, that breath. That breath. And man, I remember that next day, I started parking my car far away from wherever I was going and walking. Yeah. I started eating. People laugh at this, but I started eating everything with a knife and fork. Everything, nice. bro. Everything. Um, I did that George Costanza from Seinfeld. He was like, ah, I'm eating everything with knife and fork. Like, how do you eat it? You know, but uh, it was like, <laughs> and I started dropping weight. And the biggest thing was it was about presence and really being intentional about what I was doing and take and moving. So um, I think it's important for more of us to be aware of what health means for us, what it can be for us and, and, and our version of it, right? right. Like, is it like I love I love your videos because I'm like man I never thought to speed walk because for me I'm not running anymore so and I, I listen after getting hips I don't want to run I never like running in the first place no nah, you know but like now seeing you and being aligned with your page like man I was practicing um what you put on yesterday sitting down the arm movements I'm like the arm, right, let's go I was like oh yo one one two one two I was like oh sh yeah, okay, okay. So now it's like I got something that I could do, right? Like I found a fit. Like I love animal flow. To me, Heck I get yeah. to move and, and shift and contort my body and get connected to my body 
in ways that I had never done before. And I think those types of things, man, are really important right now, Avi, because there's a lot of uncertainty in the world, man, and it's bringing about more stress that I think people are 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 resistant to really expressing. Absolutely. You know? So Absolutely. yeah, that's that's what's coming up, man. No, man, bro, you, you threw so much gold out there and I, I appreciate you so much for it. You know, some of the things that come up for me immediately that I really love that what you said is like finding what health truly means to you and also the awareness of the importance of health because I always say with awareness comes choice so if we're not aware of something how can we know that maybe a new choice or a new set of decisions get to be made right and man with the health it, it's it's so important and it, it so it resonates so much when you said that statement that many black men have of like that I don't matter type of philosophy especially around health right because we're, we're conditioned to think like hey we have to take care of you know all of these other things in order to be safe but in reality you need to have your health in order to be safe as well and, and in the black community you know we, 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 we spoke on it but like man food deserts is where the majority of lower income black men women children are growing up in and some of these people don't even have access to to go to the whole foods to go to the trader joe's right it's it's all right where can i go to that's most convenient and closest to me okay i'll hit the checkers i'll hit the arby's i'll hit the wendy's right, right. i'll have chicken yeah <laughs> yeah exactly let me hit the popeyes like you know it, it's and it's tough too because at the end of the day like People don't know what they don't know, right? So being able to build this connection where people understand like, okay, the better my body feels is a result of the better I treat it. And then also the better I treat it, the better I feel. And then now the better I can really go out there and help and serve others. And I think that's a, an awareness that's so important to have that's not at least I make up, it's not the first thing that's on people's minds. And how could it be when we're in this survival mode of like, okay, I need to put food on the table or I need, I need money to pay the rent, to pay the electricity, to pay for the car, to pay for the bus, whatever it may be. And, and it's, it's like, okay, how do we bridge this gap where we can inform people that like, hey, we we a hundred percent understand your 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 priorities and what they currently are, but and if you focus on this aspect of your health in whatever way is feasible to your budget, but like like you said, intentionality, doing your best, that's gonna help you put more food on the table. That's gonna help you have more energy to to do your work. It's going to give you the energy to be there and play with your kids and spend time with them as opposed to just being, you know, in this constant doing this. And then when it comes to the breath, man, the breath is so important. Like you said, it's like when we're connected to the breath, that's when our, our body, mind, spirit, soul knows whether it's time to like fight or run away or it's time to like rest and repair. And we, and we talk about how, the breath literally determines how your nervous system is functioning. If, if you constantly have these short chest breaths or you're not breathing, your body immediately goes into to fight or flight freeze mode, that sympathetic mode. And that's what causes, like you said, all the inflammation, all the stress, all the disturbances. Whereas when we understand that and we're able to pause from time to time, take a deep breath and let our nervous system relax that's what lets ourselves know like hey we're okay we're safe we can proceed we we don't need to be looking over both shoulders right and the thing about the breath is it's free it like you got to pay you ain't got to pay no money to get better breathing in you get to pay attention and when you pay attention and you focus on the breath it opens up so many things in life. 
I, I joke and I say this all the time, but no one's ever taken a deep breath and is like, damn, why the hell did I take that deep breath? You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, ain't no one ever mad after a deep breath. Like, you, you always feel better. But, like, intentionally make the time for it. It's so important. It's, it's oh, man. Yes, man. It's, it's so wild. Because I love that statement. And, like, no one's ever regretted a deep breath. And it's, the breath is, is the space, man. It's, like, for a perfect example, when I was telling you about the doctor, right? Like, I heard you breathe. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, letting it out. Like, man, something's coming. I'm going to let it out. I'm going to breathe. And look, man, like, and, and, you know, one of the things I want to, I want to touch on too, is that our health uh, and uh, what we consume impacts how we think. Amen. So I recognize like, listen, I, to be told when I get stressed, I'm a stress eater, man. And I have to really, man, I have to be aware of like, oh man, I'm stressed. Like, uh, I'm feeling that pull to get some fast food, some French fries, a lot of salt. A lot of salt. Yep. And when I recognize, like, when I have succumbed to that temptation, I'm sluggish. Yep. My brain doesn't, my brain fails to think clearly. I'm like, what? Like, I'm foggy. Now, when I, when I take some natural things in my body, all of a sudden, like, I'm clean. I'm clear. Like, I have, I could have some salad or some beet roots in the salad, like some beet leaves in the salad. Or I'm having some sweet potatoes, or I have a clean dish, like some chicken from the air fryer. I feel good. And here's another thing I do too, right? And it's something that, if it's one thing, black men listen to, if one thing, if you're like, "Ah, I don't know if I want to eat. Like, "Ah, I don't know what these guys talk about, natural food. Listen, whatever food you eat, breathe and bless it. Amen. Bless up your food, man. Clean that energy. I do. I'm a Reiki guy too, so I'm, I'm all about energy. So, like, listen, for, to, uh, take a moment. You know what? Thank you, thank you, thank you for this meal that I'm about to eat. Thank you to all the resources that went into this. Thank you for yeah. my body for receiving this. Call into yourself, into your space, the commands for opening and health and well being. Like we yeah. just shovel stuff in our mouth. No. All the time. Bless up the food. Even if yes. you're eating some fast food, bless it up and bless up the person that served it to you. And then bless up the person in the back that put in that deep fryer. Yeah. Bless it up, man. If you don't, yeah. if you're like, I don't want to start with this salad stuff, then start with that. Because now love- it's again, it's telling your body and your environment that you care, that you appreciate. Yeah. That changes the construction, that changes the constitution of the food. Changes it, man. 100%. A hundred percent. And what what comes up for me when you talk about that, because it's so accurate, is that we have lost overall our connection with food. Right. It was very different way back in our, you know, our hunter gatherer type of days where, you know, we would have to forage and like and like really work to go find like the proper plants that were actually edible and not going to kill us. It might take days weeks even longer to you know catch that buffalo to catch that that elk that deer whatever it may be and because of that when the people consumed the food they were so appreciative of it because of the nourishment that it was going to provide its body and that's why they had all of their prayers and their ceremonies around the food that they were eating because they understood that it went from the earth and it's going to give energy back to them. And then, lo and behold, when the human being died, returning the human being and digging them into the earth and, and giving them back to the earth and understanding like that was like the real circle of life, how all of that had a role in it. And you fast forward to now, there's no connection because, you know, we just pop up. We can just go to a Whole Foods or whatever local grocery store. We can just jump right in and, you know, all the meat is there. All the plants are there. We didn't have to pick it. We didn't have to do anything. All we had to do was just grab it, swipe the credit card, and then shoot. Now you don't even got to do that. You just got to hop on your computer, a couple of clicks. It drops off right to your door. You eat it, pay no mind to it. But I love the way that you brought it back to 
really blessing the food, blessing up the food. Because when you do that, you're not only giving appreciation now for, you know, the animal, the plants, all of that, but you're understanding all of the people that went into having this meal show up right in front of you on your plate for the nourishment of your bodies. There was someone who had to raise the animals. There was someone who had to go and pick all the crops. There was people who had to drive it wherever it had to go. There were people who had to, you know, put it away. And there's people who cleaned it. And then, you know, the people who stored it and then put it back and then all of that type of stuff. And it's like, wow, just for me to get this amazing plate of food that I have, or, you know, when I say amazing, amazing in the sense that like, hey, this is here and this is going to nourish me and give me some type of fuel. So many people, animals, insects, the earth, like everything was involved. And when we can get back to that appreciation, like you said, that opens up our body to notice that, receive it, and then now digest that food in a whole different way than when we just shove it right down our mouths and just get back to whatever we're doing or shoving it down our mouths while we're doing something and not even creating that, that space. Truth, truth. Anyway, did you ever see Avatar? Bro, my fiance and I literally watched it last weekend. Oh my God. So you know, just it. do you remember the part where they had to kill one of the animals? Yeah. And it was like, it was in this such a sacred way. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you for offering yourself. For I forget what the whole scene was, but I I just I remember that space, and I was just like, that is beautiful. That's beautiful, and and it's so relevant because if I like thinking about how the meats, for example. Um, are raised now, right? Yeah. Cattle, the mass beef. Everybody, everybody want to eat meat. Like, and, I, and listen, I eat meat too. And there's pain. Like when I watch some of these things that people have sent me about how meats come up and stuff, it's graphic. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pain there. Right. And that part in Avatar was was so beautiful because the character was relieving. It was like taking that pain and allowing it to be lifted up and and expressing gratitude for its sacrifice. Yeah. And the reason why I bring that up is because there's a lot of stuff that goes into the foods that are out there right now. Mm-hmm. Chemicals, emotions. Yeah. Cause listen, you know, listen, you, you can say, Hey, it's a chicken. Chicken's got, listen, chicken's got stuff too. <laughs> they yes, got they spirit. Did. They got spirit. You know, they're just, hey, I'm just out here in the wild. And then all of a sudden, swap, then my next cut. Yeah. Right? And they're packed in, like, together, so they don't really grow. They pump them with hormones. They're over, they're in this overpopulated. There's a whole bunch of stuff, man. Yeah. And I remember, it's bringing me back to a scenario. First time I went to Jamaica, I remember it was like, I was so Americanized that, like, a lot of stuff they had there, like curry goat. I was like, I'm not eating any goat. I'm not eating oxtail. No way. That's disgusting. And I remember they were like, Paul, you want some chicken? I was like, yeah. And my auntie, my, my uncle Eric had a farm down there. So I remember there was chickens running around. Then all of a sudden, I see my sit, my uh, my uh, my cousin go and grab this chicken and swap. Cut the chicken's head. And I was like, what the hell? Now, this chicken was running around all over the place. And I remember there was this blessing. There was like this this event, this occasion. And Alvi, that was to this day the best chicken I've ever had. Wow, I believe it. It was fresh. It was blessed. And the blessing is important because, again... If I'm clearing the energy and blessing up what I'm taking into my body, that means my body's blessed too. Amen. You follow me? Absolutely. So it's um it's important, man. And again, this is uh you know I I um I've been playing with this concept of mastering our mojo, right? For black men and for black people, and this is part of the mojo, right? This is part of the magic of who we are as a people. You know, we can go and we can have these resources and we can connect and love up what we take in our body because we value our body ourselves. Yep. We come from royal heritage. Yep. So it's, um, I think it's important, man. And I, and like, uh, you know, as people hear this, I hope this really resonates because 
there's there's something in that and it's a chance for us to slow down slow down and yeah. even that in itself will help our digestive system because dude, I did, I did have you ever done a faster detox yep I have oh man so I'm I'm I used to hate that stuff and now I'm like listen <laughs> once a quarter I'm detoxing love it because man there's so much stuff that gets caught caught up in our colon in our systems that it's imperative for us to clean refresh and that could be another piece too for anybody like hey listen and like i don't know about what what these guys are talking about but you know i'll, I'll want to give this a shot detox for a couple of days and what that could mean is is you know what have only like shakes like protein shakes smoothies juices for a day yeah. One day. Yeah. Give your digestive system a break from trying to process all these foods and all this stuff, this chemical. Not to right. mention the stress in the body, which is jamming up the gut anyway. Exactly. 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 And what I love about what you're saying and what I want to point out to the listeners is that what Paul is talking about is that our bodies use up so many resources to digest food. And depending on the quality of the food, right, whether it is a clean quality piece of grass-fed beef versus if it is a sick, toxic factory farm piece of beef, whether we're talking about, you know, GMO, pesticide or denticide, fungicide-laden fruits and vegetables, or we're talking about clean, organic fruits and vegetables, your body has to use so much resources to digest one versus the other. And even when you're using the cleanest of the cleanest food, your body is still using energy to digest. So something that I teach my clients and I talk about so a lot to my loved ones is that by fasting or taking breaks between, longer breaks between meals, no matter what level of quality food you're eating, you are now giving your body the chance to use all of those resources that it uses to usually digest and assimilate food. And now it can go to other parts of the body and allow those parts of the bodies to heal at a little bit faster of a rate than it would if you were also eating and digesting and trying to heal those other parts at the same time. So it's really important to understand like, hey, your body uses a lot of resources to digest food when you do fast or you do something where you're detoxing through juices, smoothies, whatever it may be, it's less of a job for your body to digest food at that point, those types of food, those liquids, that now it's going to give you a better opportunity to heal other parts of your body. Yes. Yes. Yes, man. Thank you. That was freaking brilliant. I'm so happy this is recorded because I'm going to keep playing that, man. That was freaking brilliant. Nah, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. I think, Paul, like the, the type of work that you're doing is so important. And it, it really does inspire me because I, I see a black man. And, you know, when I see you, I feel like I'm looking at a mirror. I see a black man who has who is like the he is the the healed teacher. Right. He, he was wounded before, learned from those wounds and now is looking to heal others based off of you know your own experience and that's how i am like i know i've had from my relationship with my mom to her death to my own health as a young boy to even a an adult like once i started to change some things it really transformed not only how i felt but my whole outlook on life my mentality my personality um my outlook like and i and i know that if I can do it, anyone else can do that. And that's what you can too comes from. And then when I see you and I see you doing this work specifically with black men, it inspires me because I have so many friends, you know, I'm part of a, a black fraternity, Omega Sci-Fi, shout out to the bros. Bless up. But bless up. And it's like, man, I, I see so many of my frat brothers who like, same thing, man, black men who just do not treat their body well. Who are just, man, they have the high blood pressure, the type 2 diabetes, man, just the the joint pain, chronic joint pain every single day. And then I have my friends that I played football with, right? That, man, like same thing, we put our bodies through so much trauma, right? 
physical and mental trauma when we talk about all the different things that in our experience and it's like man we get to heal as well yet we just don't know that it's for us because it, there's no spaces or i won't say no spaces but there's not a lot of um spaces for us to go and feel comfortable and welcomed in the space to be safe and for us to really open up about what's going on in our lives and like how we want to better ourselves and not be labeled as any type of term that that might be used or that we think is going to be used right mm, man dude yo that's resonating man i'm like brother <laughs> yo bro yeah oh man i appreciate you man and thank you so much for your words man um i'm so happy that our ancestors dreamed us up man because yeah. you know this is this is the space where men can come man like we're, we're creating this space and you know i want to i want to give a blessing and 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 thank you to the ones that we've lost the young the, the young black men that we've lost like that that in my life that i've lost and um that watch over us because uh listen you know man i'm finding myself like welling up right now it's like um you know we're needed so i i just, you know i want black men to live man I want us to live, and and uh, I want my want is black men to want to live. Yes. You know? Yes. And um, and do what's necessary because you know whether whether man we are, we're influential and we matter and um, whew, yeah. So I, I'm I'm happy that that we're we're doing what we're doing, man, and and we're getting out there and we're showing up yep. as black men, like we're Absolutely. showing up, man, because whether you know other black men acknowledge it or not, they they see us, right, and the thing is they see us consistently, right. We're not some flash in the pan crap, <laughs> right. yo. We're here. We're staying here. We're in it, man. We're rooted. So. Um, I just, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a... <sighs> yes. Yes, man. Yeah. No, oh, man. Blessings, blessings. This was beautiful. I appreciate you for coming on here. I appreciate the work you're doing. I appreciate the work that we are doing. For all the listeners out there, Paul, where can they find you online and find more of your work? Oh, man, great. So uh, you can find me on IG at, at New Wellness Guide. Um, oh, I'm sorry, it's at New Wellness. And then also we're at uh, King's College dash DMS uh, on Patreon with the King's College Connection. Um, also for juices, if you're in, you're in the New Jersey area, um, it's Juice Dreams NJ on IG is at Juice Dreams NJ. And uh, soon we'll be delivering and shipping to more states. So stay tuned That's for that. Dope. Yeah, man. Slow and steady wins the race, man. Slow and steady like a turtle. Amen. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, but those are the places like, yeah, especially uh, at New Wellness. Drop me a line. DM me. Let's 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 connect. Um, and then we can we can talk about what's next and and go from that space. And actually, I yes, love- it's New Wellness Guide. New Wellness Guide. I got to get my handles down. It's like... <laughs> And I'll make sure to put that in the uh, in the show notes so that people know where to find you and that they can do it. And Paul, man, I'm I'm so looking forward to connecting more. You're a soul brother, and I'm looking forward to building our brotherhood and our relationship even further. Me as well. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, Alvi. Mister, you can you. too, bro. I love you, man. Yes. You Let's get it. Appreciate you, my brother. All right, King. Peace. Peace.